This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello out there. Welcome to episode 55 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. My name is Mike Sedita. We have the pleasure today of being joined by Parita Patel. She is the sales leader for Parita Health. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm great, Mike. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Thank you for asking. Well, I'm looking forward to learning a little bit more about your business. So the Good Neighbor Podcast, just in case you're not aware, was started in 2020. The whole idea of the Good Neighbor Podcast during COVID was letting business owners like yourself be able to get your message out into the community through this platform and connect you to other businesses that might hear of your services and other uh, family members and residents and, and potential consumers that might need your product or service. And since 2020, the, the podcast is actually a national podcast. We're all over the U.S. I'm fortunate enough to be the person here in Tampa that gets to talk to so many great businesses and find out all about what they do. So with that in mind, tell us a little bit about your business. Absolutely. So I'm in the private health insurance space. You know, and nobody really grows up thinking they want to be in the insurance world of all things. But here we are. Um, you know, it's been something I've only been doing the last two and a half years. And COVID actually played a pretty p- big role with me entering into this world because prior to this, I was in the fitness space. And we all know what happened there during COVID-19. So um Tough transition, definitely not where I thought I'd be, but I have a team of about 45 agents now, and we're doing a lot to help our community and helping lots of people, Americans across the nation, get private health insurance. And what it is, is it's it rewards you for being healthy. You know, not everybody qualifies for health-based plans, but um, I work with a lot of small businesses and individuals and families, and if you're relatively healthy, then you're able to get better insurance at better rates. So from a physical standpoint, like where is your office? Where are you guys located? Yeah, so my space is here in Tampa. Um, We're actually pretty close to the Hard Rock. There is um, a building here that used to be a mall and now it's converted into office space. Very cool. So is it like one of those shared spaces that you have your whole team in or is it you guys have an actual, because a lot of people, another thing out of COVID is a lot of people generally work remotely. So a lot of people work out of their house. Do you have a big team all in one spot there or is everybody kind of scattered around? No, we're actually all here, which is great because then I'm able to really have a fun culture. Um, you know, people come here for the opportunity and then they really stay for the culture. For I used to be in corporate America where, you know, most people's souls go to die, right? Um, but what I learned more than anything is your work environment has to be uplifting and a place for growth and a place where you can feel fulfilled and that's what we've been able to create by having the space here okay so tell me a little bit about this environment before we continue with the rest of the questions you brought up the environment do you have ping pong tables foosball tables is there a dodgeball course in there where people when they need to take out their aggression they could just hit each other with dodgeball what what do you guys have there that that just is there a popcorn machine what do i need to know if i come there Honestly, now I kind of feel like it's not that cool because it doesn't have any of those things. (laughs) Oh, shoot. I totally left behind the curtain and I ruined it. (laughs) No, you're fine. I mean, we sell health insurance, so we're in sales. We're working from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, right? Right. So, you know, I have a couple of agents that have this giant beanbag that they want to be their desk, and I'm cool with it. But we play a lot of games, and when it comes to – 
like incentivizing the sales force, for example. If I feel like I want to throw some that, something out there, I'll grab the whole team. I'll say, get into the conference room. We're going to play a game for lead money right now. And maybe we'll do some non-alcoholic drinking games, right? We'll do energy drinks. And then okay. one day I was feeling generous. I was like, the next five sales that are done, come into my office, give me a hug or a high five, and I'm going to give you lead money, you know? So we just try to make it a fun environment, break it up. Um, our Friday sales meetings are a whole nother level. We play tons of games. We're very competitive. So Okay, you know, wait, 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 yeah. wait. You play tons of games. Give me a game or two that you guys play in your Friday sales meeting. Like, are you playing you're not playing monopoly that's too long are you playing pictionary what kind of games are you guys playing okay there's this one where you have to hold hands with the 10 people that are competing and right. there's a hula hoop that has to stay within the grasp of everybody's lock right and you have to get the hula hoop through your body without letting go of your hands while the music is playing and then as soon as the dj stops the music whoever has the hula hoop on them is out Rita, I'm six foot, 235 pounds. You are a tiny little thing. You are going to zip that hula hoop right through to the next person. I'm going to be stuck. I'm going to have five hula hoops on me if I play that game. You'd be surprised at the mad skills you'll develop over time. Mm, I don't know. I got a couple skills. I don't know if getting through a hula hoop is one of them. All right, so – you talked a little bit about your background. So um, your background actually does kind of play into this, right? So if you you were in the health and wellness space, were you in fitness and now you're actually helping healthy people make sure they have coverage. So yeah. when you were a young girl, were you like, I want to be a trainer? Were you uh, like a, a, a IBF pro bodybuilder what were your what was your fitness background yeah honestly i didn't even know what the gym was until i was 23 okay so no i didn't even i know i know i blame my parents right but we're first generation to the u.s we moved from you know india slash the uk and you know my, when my parents got here they were looking for the american dream right they thought they found it when they got here and all i was taught is go to school, get a college degree, go get a job, go get married. That's what the path was, right? So I did those things. I went to school. I went to University of Florida, got my degree in business management. Oh, I, I, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just don't kidding. Don't tell me you're a gator hater. No, <laughs> I'm not, but I get so many gators on here. I make the same reaction every time that just gets you guys fired up that I do that. Um, okay, so you did your folks move? from india uk directly to tampa is that where they chose to land or were they were they somewhere else in the u.s first um orlando so i've been a floridian most of my life back okay. in 93 is when we moved mm -hmm. so then you you go to uf and you're a gator and you're chopping at the stadium on saturdays and going crazy and then you yep. get out with the degree in business management kept it simple oh, okay uh kept it you know generic so you could use that in a whole bunch of different stuff so you didn't have like a very, you know, a very fine tuned major. So then yeah. you get out and then do you, do you go the rest of the way? Do you get married? Do you have kids or did you go into a career? So I went into a career. I actually went into corporate America. I worked for Target downtown Minneapolis, you know, over in the tundra of the U.S. is what I learned over time. But in Orlando, an Orlando girl goes to Minnesota, like what were you, it must have been a great job offer to do that. Honestly, they got me because I did a summer internship with them. And okay. summers in Minnesota are perfection. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Right. Yep. And I was like, sign me up. I didn't know what I was getting into. And then oh. I moved there. I moved there and I was like, they lied. <laughs> how many, how many winters did you suffer through? 
just the two. I didn't even buy, I didn't even invest in one of those like heavy winter coats. Like I knew to my core, I wasn't going to make it. There's no way. It was like winter survivor and you made it two seasons and you were out. Yep. So, so you do the corporate thing with Target. Good company. I mean, great company, just crappy location. You do that for two years and then you say, what's the next thing? What's the next yeah. challenge? So I always feel like I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I felt like that was the path where you could actually have real success because I'm over here making 50, 60 grand a year thinking to myself, where is that going to get me in my life? I can't even buy a home. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. So I decide this isn't it. I asked my, my boss, actually, I asked him for more. I'm like, I need more. Like I'm doing a 40 hour a week job in 20 hours. Like I need more. And he told me sometimes we just have to wait. I quit the next day. Right. I know I moved to Texas where a good friend of mine was, you know, potentially starting a business. I still had another corporate job at a smaller company where I was doing financial planning, not okay. anything super exciting, but at least I could try to learn how to open a business with my friend. Um, so do you get the financial planning company now? Do you go through the whole process of getting licensure and doing all that stuff with them or no? No, it was on the retail side. So okay. you don't really need a license for it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then so I'm trying to learn how to develop a business and then she ends up changing her path and her mind. So I just stay in Texas for two more years. Again, still miserable, still not making anything crazy. Just no snow. No, I no growth. So and then I figured it's time to change it, right? And so I, I quit corporate America. I moved to Tampa, 2015. And of all things, I started a jewelry business, okay? I was sitting then here in a closet just making jewelry, making pretty things. Um, I went door to door to different local boutiques in Tampa and tried to sell them my product to see if they'd want to sell it in their stores. Um, seemed like I had a knack for it because I ended up being in six boutiques. And it might have taken me a couple of hours, but a couple of dollars to make a bunch of product, but they were selling it for hundreds of dollars at their boutique. So right. there's potential there. But the problem was I was by myself and I was bored and I was alone. You know, yeah. I, I'm somebody who needs to be around people. I thrive around people. But it, it was a time in my life where I wanted to go after passion. So I also got my personal training certification then. So I did personal training on the side, jewelry making on the other side, right? Just okay. And so, studio. so the personal training side is giving you that interaction with people and the jewelry side is giving you the entrepreneurial side of what you want to do. Um, do is it just with, with the jewelry? Are you just kind of saying to yourself, like, how do I scale this into a business that's going to be big enough to, to keep me accustomed to the lifestyle I'm used to? Or was yeah. it just kind of getting boring and you wanted to shift? Honestly, I just felt myself enjoying more of the personal training side. I, okay. you know, that started to overshadow what I was doing that I didn't get excited about the jewelry anymore. That was more of like a hobby, you know? So okay. then I found this boutique fitness studio. They had this like high tech workout. It was like a 20 minute workout, but it was supposed to be the effects of an hour. I'm like, this sounds great. Found it. Let's see if they're hiring. Um, the owner had a big dream. He wanted to build a hundred studios in five years. And I looked at how he was operating his business and everything was on paper. I thought to myself, this guy's never going to scale. It's not possible when you're still taking invoices on paper. Right. Yeah. So I start building out some processes for him, trying to make things more efficient. Within three months, he asks me, me to be his chief operating officer. I say, sign me up. Right. Promoted dream job. Sign me up. So that's what I did for another three and a half years. Um, we went from one location to six by the time we got to the end there and we had just opened in the heart of Manhattan when the whole world shut down. Right. right. So, 
and the company just couldn't survive COVID. It wasn't quite big enough to handle it. And it was okay. So, so, okay. So now it's 2020. You've had this very eclectic background of different things that you've gone through 2020 and you're sitting there and you say, I need to, I need to get into health insurance. Or does somebody come to you and say, Hey, I have this opportunity. Like, how do you pivot to this? Yeah. Well, the crazy thing was in 2019 in November, when the company started to really shut down, they couldn't keep me on anymore. Um, three months later, I got married. So, you know, at, at one point I was not ready to give up. I lost my career. And even though I had some doubts in my relationship and some fears, I wasn't ready to give up on it. You know, so I was the person that thought, OK, I'm getting married. Maybe things will get better once we're married. Not How'd the right mindset. Out? It didn't work out too much. All right, just checking. I was just curious. Some people wait and try to have a baby to do that. But I, okay, no. so so you tried to do that. It didn't work out. But, um, so, I mean, this got to be a pretty scary time in your life, right? Like you, the job's kind of not there. The relationship, whatever's going on yeah. there. We don't need to do- – this isn't Dr. Phil. We don't need right. to dive into that. But, you know, so now you're sitting there going, where's my life at? You know, what right. am I – right? You know, and I was still with him when I first found the insurance space, but I had entered a really deep, deep level of depression, you know, where I'm just like unhappy with every aspect of my life. And we started talking about kids and I thought to myself, oh, God, like, you know, that's that's one problem right there. But the other thing was, is I wasn't even financially stable by myself. Right. So I thought I'm like, I need to reenter the workforce. I need to find something that I can do. And all I did is I updated my resume on Indeed.com when the insurance world found me and said, hey, we sell health insurance. Maybe you'd be a good fit for us. Come in for an interview. So I did. Right. December of 2020. And then I started at this company um, selling private health insurance in January. Within three months, you know, I my career really took off. I went to social media to be able to find people that I can work with. And right. we know social media is the way of the future. And my life completely changed. And at that point, I was able to actually afford to get a therapist where I could talk to the therapist and, you know, see, hey, am I like crazy here? Or like, is this really just not good? Like, am I being treated a certain type of way I shouldn't be? And between the success that I started seeing at my career and finally having somebody to talk to, I realized that I could, I need to get out of the situation that I was in. Did that, you feel like that kind of maybe gave you the confidence and reassurance? Like, look, I deserve better than this. I can show that I'm successful with work. But when I turn to this relationship, it's like not fulfilling the other side of me. And the therapy between between talking to somebody and the success with work, it was like, hey, wait a minute, I'm a rock star. I deserve to be treated like a rock star. Absolutely. And that's exactly what it did is it gave me my voice back. It gave me my confidence back. It allowed me to be able to truly take myself out of a difficult situation. So Good I'm for thankful you. for that. Mm-hmm. So now, so now the Parita Health is your company. Correct. In December of 2020, who who is the insurance company that's co- like, are you, is Parita Health or do you sell certain products or did you start with somebody December of 2020 and now flash forward to July of 23, you've started a whole other business out of that, like left that first company and into this? Is that how that's gone? No. So I've been 1099 the whole time. So basically in insurance, you can figure out what version of insurance you want to work with. I decided to work on the private side. So that was still the same product, the same everything. What I did is I learned how to get it to actually be 
a much bigger scale. And that's when I went to social media to find leads and find people to talk to. So it's the same business. So, okay. Same company, same business. It's yours. You started to blow it up. Now you got people coming in. Tell us a little bit about day to day. Your job is people who are relatively healthy need to get insurance. They don't have a company plan and they're not on the uh, health, the government health care plan or mm-hmm. they don't qualify for that or whatever the deal is with that. Mm-hmm. And you're, I come to you and I say, hey, Perita, I need health insurance. You take my you take my information and then you in the background start scampering all over the internet, finding the plan for me that's going to meet certain parameters to to accommodate what I'm looking for. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people think that having an employer plan is the best option, but what they don't realize is you're getting a discount as the employee. But if you add on a family member, a spouse, a child, you're paying full price for the family. So a lot of times I have families that maybe had an employer option. They're paying, you know, $2,000 a month. But if they're healthy and they can qualify for private, we could probably save them $1,000 a month. So okay, it's all about finding the right person. Mm-hmm. So the, the, you, we talk about you know, if they're healthy, if they're healthy, if they're healthy. So yeah. um, for me, I don't personally, I don't qualify. I take one specific medication for a blood thing that I have that gotcha. doesn't ever qualify me. I never seem to qualify. But say I didn't have that one medication and I qualify. Yeah. And now um, I'm in XYZ insurance company and I'm using them and now I get sick. Is there, with, with these type of plans, if I got sick and say I needed a bunch of surgery and had a $200,000 hospital stay or whatever the deal is, can they kick me out of that plan at that point? That- no, thankfully they cannot. So that's one of the things I like about this is when, if something were to happen to you, you're as protected as you can be. A lot of these plans are renewable until age 65. They don't increase premiums based on your claims. For me, insurance is not about the little things. It's about the what if, the things nobody plans to yeah. happen. You know, I had yeah. a client, 36 years old, completely healthy, st- signed up with me a year and a half ago, messages me a couple months ago and says, Perita, thank God you helped me get insurance because I was just diagnosed with stage three cancer and literally I'm 36. Like this is the last thing I thought was going to happen. And, you know, she's on a plan that's going to protect her forever. Well, you know, there's there's so many cases where you hear these stories of medical bills just literally just crippling families. Like the the ailment is one thing, the issue, the cancer, the heart disease, the diabetes, but the health and the bills is what from the hospital without insurance is the thing that essentially puts people under that they can't they just yeah. can never recover from that with a $200,000 medical bill. They're never going to get out of that, you know? Yeah. So it, it's super important. And I think, you know, we've kind of, we didn't really have a question and answer. We just kind of talked, you touched on so many things that I normally like to talk about. But um, from a misconception standpoint, you sort of referenced it there. How soon is too soon to get health insurance? I'm 20 years old and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm old and I'm busted up and beat up. But if I'm 20 years old and I'm in shape and I, and I, should I get insurance? Is that, is that too soon? Well, honestly, Mike, nobody plans to be in the hospital. Nobody plans to get hit by a car. Nobody expects these things to happen. So it really is never too soon. But the one that, one thing that I'll say is for insurance, no matter your age, like the younger you are, the the healthier you are, obviously insurance is cheaper at that time. As right. we get older and we're more risky to the insurance company, of course, premiums are going to go up from there. Right. But I mean, 
I think everybody should have health insurance because you just never know. So no age is too young to get health insurance. So we've talked about, you know, you've, you've been incredibly honest and, and forthcoming about the things you've gone through. So now you're working all these hours. You said you have what, 40? Is it 40 people on your team? Approximately, yeah. Okay, and you're you're beating them up with games on Friday. You're making them. You're by Friday in the morning, it's a game. By Friday in happy hour, it's a drinking game. We won't get into the specifics. Okay, but for you personally, when you are not in the office, you know, working all these hours as an entrepreneur, building this team, what do you like to do for fun? Honestly, fun is something that I'm still trying to figure out because, you know, when I was in my relationship. Fun for me was kind of ignored, right? We kind of did more of what he wanted and what his friends were about. And so I'm still on this path of like self-discovery of what do I enjoy? I mean, I like to mini golf, right? I, I Oh, you, you don't even want to mess with me at mini golf. Pop stroke <laughs> is right down the street. I am a pro at that pop stroke. Have you, do you know what pop stroke is? It's on my list. I haven't even been there yet. Oh my God. It's, I've been there twice. I mean, no, I haven't been there at all. So if we bet and we play, I haven't been there at all. Don't listen to any of that. Um, but it, it is really cool. It is not like a miniature golf course that you would go to like with a windmill and all that other stuff. It really looks like a gorgeous golf course. And if I might make a suggestion, I mean, your team members might listen to this, but it is a really cool team building exercise because you could take your team out and split them up in groups of four and have 10 groups and trash talk each other and do it all that stuff um but it, it pop stroke is really cool do you um your office is down by um uh by the casino but do, do you whereabouts do you personally live like do you do you live in the area in pasco yeah i live downtown tampa oh you do so you, all right so you're close to where the office is so you don't come up to the outskirts out here in the sticks in pasco county very often not so much. Not not right now. That's why that's why I have the pop stroke advantage. That's why yeah. I have the pop stroke advantage. So as we start to kind of wind this up, if there's one thing people listening to this need to take away from the podcast about your business, about you personally, um, what would you want them to remember? Honestly, I mean, I think for people my mission in life is to help people find their passions and, you know, do what makes them happy. And right now I'm focusing on work and helping people have that financial success because financial success leads to freedom. Right. And that's really all what we're looking for. So my, one of my big dreams in the future when I'm not selling health insurance is to be able to do things like Ted talks and speak to students and really just be able to reach a wider audience. So if there's one thing I can say, of course, if you need health insurance, I've got your back, but you know, take the time to actually get to know yourself and I need to do this too, but like figure out what you're passionate about, right? What you want to do and what you enjoy doing every single day and then go do it without fear. Like when I left corporate America, I was completely terrified, right? Of, of losing this, the um, consistent steady pay. I was totally of scared of that, but I knew that there had to be more and I wanted the more. So I, it, it was scary, but I went for it and it's paid for me, paid off for me in so many ways. Like I earned more than I ever thought humanly possible. And now I'm able to take team, my team members and help them get a better life. You know, so I bought my parents a home this year, you know, like dreams are, you can actually make things happen if you put in the, take away the fear and put in the work for it. So, well, so yeah. th I mean, that is, that's a great story. All of that stuff is fantastic. I mean, the, the, what happens with a lot of people, you know, I talk to entrepreneurs 
every single day. I, I talk to dozens and dozens of entrepreneurs every single day. And, you know, everybody has that one moment that they that something goes off when they actually become an entrepreneur. And in your story there, what you know, when when you went into the, your boss and said he said, hey, it's going to take time. That entrepreneurial thing kind of kicks in and says, well, I, I don't want it to take time. I want to get paid what I'm worth. I want to do that. But then the flip side of that is the fear that kicks in, because now there is no safety net. There is no steady paycheck. If I don't hustle and I don't you know, if I don't put my game face on every day then I just don't get paid. I don't make any money, right? So um, so it's a catch-22. There's great things that come with being an entrepreneur, the freedom, the money, the, all that stuff. But then it, it, the flip side is you don't even have a hobby that you enjoy yet. You have not found a hobby that you like to do yet. Right. So you, you know, not to make this a Dr. Phil podcast, but you need to take your own advice. You, you need to either find a movie that you like or find mm-hmm. an activity that you love and enjoy to let off steam because – as an entrepreneur, I've been doing this for a long time. I've owned two multi-million dollar ad agencies that um, if I don't have that outlet, my brain starts to go into that mode where I just never can shut it off. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think that's great. I, I guess the million dollar question, the last question I have for you, and we'll put all this information in the podcast when we post it is, what is the best way to find you? I am a 51-year-old man with a couple of medications that I'm on or whatever the thing is, I'm, I'm describing myself, that um, how do I get a hold of you? If I want to reach out to you and, and connect and get um, some sort of plan put together for me, what's the best way? Facebook, email, uh, the carrier pigeon, how do I get you? <laughs> um, you have two options. Option one, you can go straight to my Instagram. It's super simple. It's me, Perita. I-T-S-M-E, Perita, right? That's me. Or you could go to my website, which is paritahealth.com. So you'll be able to find me either way. Okay. And what we'll do, if you're listening to this, is we will put all that information in the podcast. Perita, thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast. I appreciate you being so open and honest about the stuff you have going on. It's really refreshing to speak to someone who's embraced the things in their life that have made them successful today. We love to hear it. Thank you so much, Mike. It's been an honor. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.